This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane. Ohio State basketball, as of now, is still on pause, but we are not. We had to give you guys a little episode. Rose Bowl preview. We miss Ohio State basketball. Drive the Lane is on the field of 68, presented by Bet Rivers. Joey, what what have you been doing since Ohio State basketball has gone on pause? Because I've just been sitting in my room. Yeah, I, it is pretty funny. Like the ongoing joke of us always like it's basketball season. It's basketball season. Then when it's in the middle of basketball season and it's no longer basketball season, it's a weird dynamic. Um, yeah, I, not a whole lot, Andrew, to answer your question. Not a whole lot. Um, how, are the, how, were, how were your holidays, Andrew? Or did you have, did Santa get you everything you wanted? Uh, COVID. But I well, thankfully, thankfully had no symptoms and I'm, I'm back and I'm rocking and rolling. I feel like there hasn't been a college basketball game in like a month, like any game, not just Ohio State, like any game. It really is funny. We were, uh, you know, me and Andrew, we're not, we weren't going to do an episode last week regardless because we were both traveling for the holiday and just, you know, no one's really listening to podcasts. They're hanging out with their family. So like we were doing the same thing. So um, we weren't going to do one anyway. And then uh, the Ohio State, you know, canceled a bunch of games and the Kentucky game became irrelevant. It didn't happen, obviously. And the next games are getting canceled and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, well, now we're definitely not doing an episode. Um, and then here we are, uh, you know, credit to us for still doing an episode with next to nothing to talk about in regarding uh, Ohio State basketball. But yeah, it's it's wild. The, 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 the weirdest dynamic of obviously not being a ton of sports some of the days over that little break that we had, right? Like because of Christmas and Christmas Eve or whatever, like that one day, I think it was the day after Christmas maybe where there was not a single major sporting event on. It's the like day before it's Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Like that was wild. And then, you know, couple that with the fact that games are getting canceled left and right because of COVID within different programs. It was like, dang, like this is, whoo. I love sports. I miss sports. When sports aren't there, it's sad. <laughs> Let me ask you something. So, you know, we're hoping that Ohio State basketball is back Sunday against Nebraska. All signs indicate that it will be, I guess. <laughs> what uh, signs are there? <laughs> I think Holtman said they had a practice with five guys. But with this new five-day quarantine, I mean, maybe guys will be back. I'm not sure what the rules are. Let me ask you, if you were a player that couldn't practice, couldn't even go to practice, what would you be doing in your in your dorm room? And how would you be staying connected with your teammates? Yeah, it, it's crazy, right? I mean, obviously, this is something that never really – like, maybe you have the flu, right, and you can't, so you don't show up to practice because you don't want everyone to get the flu. and But that's like a day, two days maybe. Um, so it's just like uncharted waters, obviously for these guys, it's very charted waters because they did it all last year, the year before, whatever. Right. So um, the crazy thing is that what people don't understand is um, even when you test positive and you have no symptoms and blah, 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 whatever, and you're isolating yourself, quarantining yourself in your dorm, in your house, wherever you are as a student athlete or even a pro athlete, it's recommended and, and really not recommended. You are told to not exercise, not raise your heart rate for 10 days. Um, so even though the CDC says, you know, five days, blah, 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 whatever, like it's recommended and you, and until that point, at least you were, you're not to raise your heart rate for 10 days. So these guys who have been used to working out at least once a day, if not twice a day, every single day of their life for the last few years 
are now being told, I know you feel fine, but you can't do anything for at least five days, if not 10 days. Like that's a crazy dynamic. Um, you know, you know, if I'm on the team and I'm having quarantine because of COVID for whatever reason, like, you know, obviously you got the group chat, you'd be watching film, but like, there's only so much you can do. Right? I, I mean, it's, it, it's wild. Like I, it's, it's crazy to think that you can't even do push-ups and sit-ups in your room. You can't like go, like maybe you can go for a walk outside, but like, other than that, it's like, how do you stay engaged? It's just wild. Uh, I, I would think that, you know, I remember Jalen Brunson, who's been on the show before telling me that, um, when he was a close contact with someone, he didn't even have COVID. He was just a close contact, which meant he had to quarantine for 10 days, whatever last year in the NBA season. Um, he told me that they sent to his room because he was just close contact, not tested positive, like a bunch of free weights an exercise bike, all this stuff to stay in great shape. Like, and that seems awesome. Right. But like, you can't do that as a player. So it's just, it's just wild and not fair. And that's why like, when you see coach Holman canceling games, even though they have enough guys, technically in quotes, enough guys, it's because you can't just walk these guys back onto the court without any sort of conditioning and just throw them back into a game. Like that's crazy. It's not safe. Um, it's not fair. Uh, and it's just wild. So, yeah, I mean, the last thing we talked Ohio state, the last piece of news that we know other than that Holt wants to play Sunday and is try we're trending towards playing Sunday is they practiced with five guys um, before the, the New Orleans game, uh, four of which were eligible to play injury-wise and one of which was not. So it must have been like, you know, a Seth Towns or something who's not clear to play. Like, it's just crazy that they are playing with these guys and we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I think that I'm sure today they had seven guys and tomorrow they'll have 10 and then they'll be back to full speed and able to play. But it's just, well, it's just crazy, Andrew. It's just crazy. Who do you think the ideal five guys would be because the starting lineup's been different all year. And sometimes guys who start aren't necessarily guys who you're going to close with. If I said, Joey, you can only pick five guys for this game against Nebraska. Who are you taking? Wow. For Nebraska or for any team, if we're playing in the championship, you're playing in the championship and you don't know who's on the other side. Um, so you need Jamari Wheeler. You need EJ Liddell. Um, you need Kyle Young. Uh, those three for sure. Um, I would say then you go Justin Ahrens and you is Justice healthy? Mm. Uh, from the team we have now, yeah. Um, you go Justin Ahrens, you go Malachi Branham. That's that's, exa- that's exactly what I was gonna say because Malachi is the kind of guy that would go off in the championship and then all of a sudden he's drafted in the top ten. Like Dante, I, I was saying, you, you need versatile guys um guys who've been there done that and then you throw malachi in as it was like you know malachi or michi malachi is a little bit better on defense i guess so a little bit longer more athletic so they, i was thinking like how can we switch all the guy, all the big guys how can we switch like mm-hmm. so that's what that's i mean obviously zed key is incredible but like you know i feel like kyle young can play 40 minutes easier than zed key maybe not i don't know so I feel like I feel like Malachi might be the textbook guy for pretty decent season. He's a freshman. You're excited for next year. Oh, LaQuentin Ross, few good games at the tournament, and he's going to the NBA. You know, like he's. I feel like he's the the player type that could like get hot in the Big Ten tournament in March Madness and and parlay it into a into a. And this is not a knock on him, but into like a. Oh my God, did you see that guy? He's a top ten pick. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no doubt about him. No doubt about it. I think like he's like it's the same boat as like Dwayne Washington, you know, like maybe like Dwayne had a really good freshman year for a freshman, you know, and then he had a really solid sophomore year, contributed a bunch, and he was great. Junior year, he was really good and then incredible. Like Malachi could have his next season could be really good into incredible drafted. But you know, but you know what I'm talking about? Like there's always those freshmen that just like when the cameras are watching and people are looking, they have a couple good games. And then it just like all it takes is one GM to be like, that's a first round pick. All it takes is one team to love you. It's all it takes. Right. And then if one GM says it, then every team all of a sudden has him on the draft board. I know that's get, that's getting a little carried away because a lot would have to happen for that to happen. But like he's, in my opinion, the the young guy on Ohio State that could whoa surprise some people come you know <laughs> tournaments totally. down the stretch. And I mean, he's there's no doubt he's him becoming an elite player makes this team incredible from already really good, you know? So if he becomes elite and, and they have Dwayne, I mean, that's, that's an unbelievable team right there. Oh man. Oh man. I think like, is there a better coach? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say Seth Greenberg um, was talking about his player of the years, like who his top five would be the other day at halftime of like, one of the college games going on on Christmas, he had EJ as number two. And I was like, why doesn't he have Malachi in there? Like, you never know, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but EJ is the front runner for player of the year, which is pretty remarkable. In my and, he hasn't, and he hasn't played a game in a month, it feels like. Right. I mean, how about the best thing about this whole thing, about the best thing, and I say that loosely, um, the fact that Ohio State has gone from 15 to 14 to 13 without playing a game is hilarious. Just shows you how those rankings are just so dumb. So my my last Ohio State basketball question. Is there a better coach in the country than Holtman to have if your team only has, you know, six or seven guys? Like I feel like he would just be able to whip something together and like grind he they, there's they've had so many grind out wins since your yeah. junior year. Yeah. That I think like seven seven Ohio State players with Holtman and like I was gonna say Duke but they made Duke but like seven you know seven Gonzaga Purdue whatever you pick your team Baylor like Holtman's gonna grind out that win it is funny and this is me being like oh I played college basketball and I know like every team really only plays like seven guys the best teams you know what I mean like you take out like the Kentucky team that went to the championship like think about like the Villanova team that's one of the best teams in recent years. Um, you know, granted, all seven of the guys in the rotation are were on NBA rosters, NBA players, but like they only they're like they're notorious for only playing like seven, eight guys in the rotation. So it's not crazy. It doesn't make Holtman special. Well, I mean, like literally only seven guys, and one of them was like Andrew Dockich. Like, yes, he would be the best guy for the job. I mean, and I mean, like, the prep. Like, you only have seven guys even for practice. Like, you don't – you can't even have – you don't even have a full scout team to run plays against. Like, you know – and and he probably – I mean, you would know better than me. Like, is he throwing on a, a jersey to walk through and make sure there's enough guys on the, on the second team to run plays against? Yeah, there will be – I don't know. There will be a coach doing it, that's for sure. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to, though. Absolutely. All right, you want to talk uh, – Want to talk Rose Bowl for a second? Yeah, I mean, like, I guess it's basketball season, but there's some major Rose Bowl news, so we might as well. The Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of all, of them all, right? I mean, we got to talk about it. 
can never forget Urban Meyer said he'd rather win the Rose Bowl than lose a playoff game. But it seems like said to us, sorry, I should preface that, but it seems like not, you know, not every player is playing Uh, two big ones, Olave and Wilson. You may have a different opinion than me, but I cannot stand the people that are upset about them not playing. When you know a major part of the decision was Ryan Day saying, maybe you guys shouldn't play. Maybe it'll be better for my program if two receivers aren't hurt and get picked in the top 10 for recruiting than it would be for you to have 100 yards in the Rose Bowl. And maybe, just maybe, you guys give some time to some guys who ha- who are incredible also, and you can just get the train moving a little bit earlier on Marvin Harrison Jr.'s career or Julian Fleming's career. Like, just maybe give give some reps to those guys also inside the brain of Ryan Day. No, I'm with you. I, I What I hate the most from a fan's perspective, right, I understand, right, it sucks. Like, I want – I want the best players to be playing on my team in their last game of the year. Right. Like I I want that. Obviously they're not sitting out of the, of the playoff. It's like, it's a glorified exhibition game. Right. So, um, but when it comes down to it, what I hate most about fans is them complaining about guys who have given so much and so much more to the program than any fan has ever given the program to think that they're right. And the players wrong is crazy. Think about Chris Olave is the best wide receiver in Ohio State history. Um, he has uh, done – he's blocked punts. He's caught touchdowns. He's done this. He's done that. He's an ultimate leader, four-year player, blah, blah, blah. list goes on. He will be mentoring guys for years to come. But you, Joe Schmo on the internet, you can't stand it. I'm sorry, buddy. Like, it's not up to you. And I think that we're on the same page there, that we can't stand when that stuff happens. But it's just – I understand why it's frustrating as a fan. Like I get it. And I understand the idea of, you know, if they love their university and their football players, like just play, like you can get hurt just as easily in practice, blah, 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 but you can control it. Why wouldn't you control it? And in theory, you're risking millions of dollars, right? So I, I have no problem with those guys sitting out. It sucks, but I have no problem. I mean, there's some other guys sitting out as well that are notable but obviously we're just talking about Olave and Wilson, but yeah, it's just, it's like, well, a, no one, like, no one is sitting out who isn't going to the NFL next year. Like here, here's where I think we would have a problem. I think we would have a problem if someone was sitting out in a playoff game. Totally. And I think we would have a problem if a player, like if Stroud opted out of just the bowl game, but was coming back next year, like that doesn't, that would be an issue. And just to, you know, Missouri minute it up, Tyler Beatty, who is the best running back in the SEC this year, Drinkwitz said, you're not playing in the bowl game because why would you want your best player who could potentially be a top, you know, first, second round, third round draft pick? That is what your team needs is a player going to the NFL and being a star. Yes. Hundred percent. I think that you're spot on. Where like, if we saw guys opting out of the playoff, number one, exactly what you said, that's a problem. Um, or, but like these, like the Rose Bowl is a like college football playoff is the highest level. Rose Bowl is like a tier below, right? And then there's really it's everything else, like a bunch of irrelevant exhibition games. Like if if you don't play in those, it, the sky is not falling like regardless of what you think, like, it's just like, 
it's I just I, I just can't fathom it. But at the same time, like if I were playing, I pro- it would be hard for me to not play with my teammates unless I was like told not to. Like I'm sure Ryan Day was like, hey, like you're good, don't worry, you know. So it would be hard for me. But and then again, I can't really empathize with these guys, right? Like I really can't. No one can. And you say you can, it's another problem with fans. Like these fans don't know, they don't know, you know? So um, it's so funny how Ohio state fans are so great. The 95% make me like so unbelievably mad. It is so hilarious. And I feel like Ohio state is one of the few fan bases where that happens. Um, like, cause we're so relevant. It's like, it's annoying, but, but yeah, that's, I think we're on the same page there. I mean, I still think Ohio State's going to win the Rose Bowl. I think we're going to find a, a new star wide receiver. Um, I think that they're going to cover four and a half points. Well, that's why I was going to look right now and see if the line moved because yesterday it was six and a half. Well, they took it off for a little bit, and now it's at four and a half, I think, according to Twitter. Let me see on uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook. No, no. Look at the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Let me look at the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Good call. It is on it is damn gotta scroll down. Yeah, it's four and a half. Four and a half. Can I, I want some more guys to opt out so we could take it money line? What one more thing? Are we still hundred percent sure that Ryan Day isn't gonna go to the Bears? Yeah, didn't he say that? that there's no chance. Well, I guess if you say that there's no chance, then that makes there a better chance. Well, if you come on our show and you say there's no chance, then that makes it a better chance. Yeah. Hey, Ryan day, if you want to totally squash the rumors, you have to come on drive the lane or else we'll speculate for the rest of eternity. If you don't do that. So that's a good point, Andrew. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to cover. I mean, we talked, Oh, we want Cincinnati to win the playoff, right? Yeah. 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 Go Cincinnati. Go yeah. Cincinnati. Go Georgia. Yeah, just Cincinnati. Well, we don't want Michigan to win, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, strength of schedule, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. Biggest pet peeve is bowl season. The biggest, My biggest pet peeve about bowl season is Big Ten teams are supposed to root for Big Ten teams to win. I, hate well, what a, I forget which player it was I saw. He was like, I root for Big Ten. I don't know how to say it. He was like, I root for Big Ten teams. Hickman. Yeah. yeah. They were like, what about Michigan? He's like, I'll let you guys answer that. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Like when I'm in college, like whatever. Sure. I don't care. Like, but out of college or I guess out of my sport, I don't care if Michigan state wins a bowl game. Hypothetically, I'm going to play devil's advocate here just for fun. Okay? okay. Georgia and Bama both lose. Okay. Could in a year pay off when they're deciding between a second SEC team or Ohio State. You know, you never know when it's going to come back in your favor. Andrew, they don't decide it based on the conference being good. It's that ESPN owns the SEC. Like, that's why. Like, or the SEC owns ESPN. That's why the SEC gets so much love from ESPN and from all the media outlets. But I'm saying that that would help sway the decision the other way. In theory, yeah. I mean, sure. Like, yeah, it should be two Big Ten teams. I agree. But the problem is the – No, like, I'm not saying for this year. I'm saying, like, next No, in year. general, it should be in the conversation. And, like, the problem is 
the SEC has it figured out because Georgia and Bama can play in the championship game. Ohio State can't play Michigan. They can't play Penn State. They can't play Michigan State in the championship game. So there's no way to get two teams in, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd have to be one and two and have it be like a one-point game. And yeah, the other exactly. like, In theory, if Michigan was on the other side and Ohio State lost that game, they'd be playing in the Big Ten Championship, and then Ohio State would have a chance to be in. But also, not every year Michigan's the second-best team. You know, for a while this year, it looked like the Big Ten Championship was going to be Iowa-Ohio State. Yeah. And, and more than likely, the last however many years since they started the Big Ten Championship, second-best team has been, you know, Wisconsin. So, right. so Right. I mean, that's true, but historically, like, the – I mean, I don't know. They got to fix something because if every year the four – did you see that the recruiting classes, the top seven recruiting classes in the Big Ten are all the Big Ten East? Yeah. Like, come on. Well, here's what needs to happen. Here's what needs to happen. Auburn needs to be better so that Auburn versus Georgia – or Auburn versus Alabama carries the same weight as Ohio State, Michigan for rings, polls. And Georgia needs to not play fucking Georgia Tech the last regular season game of the year. So whatever they need to do to have it be like, it should be Georgia, Tennessee or Georgia, Florida, the last game, of the, like the get Georgia, rid- Florida line, the, the world's biggest cocktail party, get rid of Florida, Florida state, the last game of the year. It's so stupid that some schools have to play their rival. That is a top five team and other schools are playing Georgia tech who probably hasn't been ranked since we were born. Yeah. They might've been ranked this year, Andrew. For no, 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 no. They were bad this year. Oh, okay. Maybe last year then. Um, but okay. So then if you're in charge of the playoff, com- if you're the head of the playoff committee, what are you, ex- are you, are you expanding the college football playoff? And if you are, what are you expanding it to? If everything they do is for money, then why would they not expand it? They will expand it, but what do you expand it? What do you expand it to? <sighs> mm, just Georgia Tech hasn't been ranked since 2014 in the final poll. But I think I think you expand it to eight, and you have the five Power Five winners and three at large. I love that. I think you got to make it. My thing has always been, what is the greatest playoff system in all of sports? What is it? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. I don't know. March Madness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's too many there. There are not too many. That right, but I'm football, just saying, I'm like, March Madness is the greatest thing in all of sports. Why? Because, number one, it's an undisputed true champion. Granted, it's not the best possible way to find a champion. That would be, like, the NBA Finals where you play seven games, right? But it's the greatest way to find a champion because they you got to make this tournament. you got to win six games, whatever, right? And to, to get into the tournament, there's yes, there's going to be arguments, but there's so many spots that it's, like, you know, either you're in or you're out sort of deal. And you can automatically qualify as well. So the way that you're saying it makes it just like the NCAA tournament, which is the greatest thing in college sports for sure, if not all of sports, that people are addicted to watching and literally set their calendars for um, and just make it five automatic qualifiers for the biggest teams. And then and then um, at-large bids, whether that's at-large bids for 
and Alabama who came in second place or UCF who was undefeated as a mid-major team. Like I'm going to, I'm going to solve, I'm going to solve the whole problem right here. You ready? I'm agreeing with you a hundred percent and you get rid of the fucking bowl games being one of the playoff games. So then the Rose bowl is, you know, this year it would have been Michigan state and Utah. And then you get rid of the opt-out problem. Because then it's teams that aren't in the top eight who are less likely to have players opting out. This year, Kenneth Walker, he opted out of his bowl. I don't know if he would have opted out of the Rose Bowl. You know, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden you have teams who are less likely to have guys opt out. I My biggest pet peeve with college football and a college football playoff is that the rotating bowls and some year the Rose bowl is one of the semifinals. Cause then there's no Rose bowl. So yeah, the Rose bowl is going to be irrelevant this year. And yeah, guys are going to opt out of the Rose bowl because next year when the Rose bowl is one of the playoff games, then winning the Rose bowl doesn't even matter. Yeah. So how are you going to expect, how are you going to expect kids to want to play in the Rose bowl when it's not a playoff game. If winning that playoff game, that doesn't even matter because you go to the championship. And if you don't win the championship, then who cares? Yeah, it's it, it's just an interesting dynamic. I like the fact of making it consistent. Like, hey, um, you know, these five, you know, these four bowl games, right? Each and every year, like these are the bowl games. And this is where you're competing to play in. And they're going to be the same four every year. And you want to play in the Rose bowl. Cause that means you got the number one seed or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or you get to choose where you, which site, cause you, it's closest, um, you know, to, to, to your hometown or whatever, easiest to travel to whatever. So yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think we did solve it. I think I, it changes to this. You get rid of Rose bowl, you get rid of citrus bowl. It's just, you get rid of, you can't get rid of the Rose. Bowl. No, no, no. I'm saying for the playoff. And then you have, the Chick-fil-A quarterfinal, the McDonald's quarterfinal, the AT&T quarterfinal, and the – and the, There's still a Rose Bowl. So, and then the – and then what I – which I was saying is the Rose Bowl then this year would have been Utah-Michigan State, teams outside of the playoff, and then those guys are still fired up to be in the Rose Bowl because – I see what you're saying, but it still is irrelevant. Until it's eight. Well, the the Rose Bowl is irrelevant unless it's in the playoff, in theory. Right, but it's even more irrelevant if winning it in the playoff doesn't even matter because if you lose the next game, no one's like, we were the Rose Bowl champs. No, you won the semifinal and then lost in the championship. Yep, I agree. You would – you I, I agree with that. You, But you uh, – I'm saying – I'm also saying – celebrate going to the Sweet 16, Andrew, and going to a Final Four – I know, but I'm also saying that now instead of, you know, theoretically, if Ohio State was ranked number five, they're six. But theoretically, if they were five, they would still be in the Rose Bowl. So now instead of having the fifth best team in the country who really was like, fuck the Rose Bowl, you're going to have potentially, the, like if two, let's say there's two Big Ten teams in the playoff, you could I have a team that's saying. 12th in the Rose Bowl who's going to have less guys that are opting out to go the NFL. But you're telling me that if if Kenneth Walker was playing in, in your Rose Bowl that you're describing, he would opt in and not opt out? No maybe chance. not maybe not him specifically because he might be like a top twenty pick. But the the I mean, there's a bunch of guys in Ohio State that opted out that aren't the same level. But like the 
the equivalent of Haskell Garrett on Michigan State is not opting out, is not opting out of, of the Rose Bowl if they're in it. Because they're not opting out of the bowl they're in now. I just I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. But that you don't know until we until we try it. Maybe they still opt out. My big I hate that the Rose Bowl is sometimes like Utah, for example, is probably fucking fired up that they are in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And next year, there's no Rose Bowl. You know, the winner they also of the- won their conference, you know, so like. Right. So they're probably know. fired up. We won. Well, I guess in a different year that it like it's tough to go off of this year and compare if we're, but we're, we're so getting weird. off track. Yeah. It's weird, but whatever. Ohio State's going to win. We're, it's cool to see them playing the Rose Bowl. Like, I was considering going because, like, how often you get to go to the Rose Bowl? But it doesn't matter. Why would we go to the Rose Bowl? It's not fun. They Like, it's crazy how this team is, you know, national championship or bust. It, I understand it's not really hard for them to get up for the game. But in theory, it could be harder for them to get up for the game because it's irrelevant like we keep saying in the grand scheme of things but at the same time you want to end on a win and blah 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 whatever 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 um it'll be interesting but i just hope ohio who plays a game first ohio state basketball or ohio state football (laughs) football is saturday it no matter what right they play first yep yeah well fingers crossed i guess we should just to make sure fingers crossed that the game stays on because who knows in this covid world with all these bowl games getting canceled. We got Buckeye football back. Buckeye basketball will be back here soon. You'll be hearing a lot more of us then. Uh, we'll be bringing in a ton of different guests. Obviously, this week was just like a wash. There's nothing to talk about. But we'll we'll have some awesome guests moving forward. It really is kind of like the second half of the season starts now for Ohio State basketball. Um, so stay tuned. Stay engaged with us on social media, which uh, judging on the tweet that we had yesterday, you guys are, are really doing that. So that's, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll have a live show. It's just, ugh, we want to have a live show. It's just hard. It's crazy right now, but, um, let us know if you really want a live show, we'll make it happen. Um, and yeah, Andrew, you got anything else before we, uh, get out of here? I got nothing else besides buckle up, drive the lane, beat. Utah beat Nebraska, and at the end of the day, all that matters is go Buckeyes.